0: Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We ask and we say there is illumination. The eyes of our understanding is enlightened Everyone can be you as we see ourselves in you. As we study the scriptures this evening, we ask and we say there is light and there is clarity and there is um, and your name alone is glorified as we are edified in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. 2 Timothy 3.15. Second Timothy three fifteen It says as from a child <clears> that was known the holy scriptures which is able to make the wise unto Salvation True Faith which is in Christ Jesus and he said all scriptures are given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction and instruction in righteousness. That the man of God may be perfect and thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So, um, in the writing of Timothy, um concerning the profitability of scriptures, um, Paul identified the background upon which um the statement of the scriptures will be written and um one thing about the Scriptures that you must learn is that the Scriptures are, are the yardstick of the believer. The Scriptures are the basic foundation for the believer. So every believer must identify with the Scriptures. Every believer must stick their guns with the Scriptures. So you see in that 2 Timothy 3 verse 15, it says, "...as from a child thou hast known the Holy Scriptures." That was scriptures there is from the Greek word grapho. G-R A P H O. G-R-A-P-H-O. G-R-A-P-H-O. Grapho. G-R-A-P-H-O it implies that which is written. It implies that which is written. That is something that has already been written down. So we can use, let's take an example of your previous Jotha. Something that has been written down. Does that make sense? That's the word scriptures. So now that's the word scripture. So I did not say holy scriptures. That's the word scriptures. Scriptures now is the Greek word grapho. Now, why the term holy scriptures? Holy scriptures. Holy scriptures. Because it said as from a child, that was known the holy scriptures. Now, the word holy scriptures now is the word Irios grammar. H I E R O S. H I E R O S. G-R-A-M-M-A G-R-A-M-M-A Irius Grammar Now, we already said scriptures is grapho, That is something that is written. Now, I want to give you, I, I want to explain this to you now. If you pick this, your, your sister six books, it is already something that is written. Now, that is why you can't add to the scriptures again you and I can't add to the scriptures again. You and I will only keep discovering and keep finding out the truth concerning what has been written. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? So, you can't add to the scriptures again. So, Ereus grammar now, that adjective, that word Erios now, is an adjective. It is used to qualify that which is sacred. You know, I, I explained em um, Irius grammar now to you now uh, as holy scriptures. Does that make sense? Now I'm picking out that word Irius. That word Irius there is is a adjective and it's used to qualify that which is sacred, and it is applicable for, or it is applicable to things used for ministry in the temple. It's applicable for things used to ministry in the temple. And it's also used for the name of a place called Iriapolis. Iriapolis, and it is a name used for a reserved area. Now, that's that's that. Look at in 16. Look at in, in 16. It says, all scriptures is given by the inspiration of God. And it's profitable for doctrine. Let's let's stay with the word all scriptures. That word all scriptures is from the Greek word pasagraphae. That is P-A-S-G-R-A-P-H-E. P-A-S-G-R-A-P-H-E. Pasagraphae. Now, observe something there that the word scriptures occurred like. Now, look at your your Bible now. Between, Between verse 15 to 16, How many times does the word scripture occur? You're not responding, guys. Twice, Twice. Twice. yes. So it occurred twice now. That's to let you know that there is a emphasis there on the scriptures. Now look at something now. In that verse 15, it says all scriptures is given by the inspiration of God. And it is profitable for doctrine. Profitable for doctrine. That is, this, we can read this now alongside with verse 16. Alongside with verse 15 now. We can read this verse 16 alongside with verse 15 that the content of the scriptures, and what, when we say the content, we already explained Grammo, grammar, and grapho, right? And we said Irios grammar is an adjective. Irios is an adjective used to qualify that which is sacred, right? Now, we now said, that word in, in verse 15, or in this word in verse 16, sorry, where it says all scripture is, is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. It can mean that the content, and we, the content now would be, when I say the content now, what, what would that mean? That which has been written. Does that make sense? Because you cannot have a content if something has not been put down already. So the content will be that which has been written. Now, what has been written? The content will simply be, and that which has been written is, because in verse 15, already told you that. As Assumption, you've known the Holy Scriptures. That is, there is a real content. And that content is able to make you wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Now, so the content will be salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. So, what is the thing that is profitable for doctrine now? So, remember, the content is salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Does that make sense? Now, the content of Where we say grammar, right? And grafo, right? What is being written. Now that content, the the summary of that content. So let's say I pick your jota now, or let's say your chemistry textbook, or your history textbook, and I say the content of what is in this textbook is concerning this. Now, so the content of the scriptures now is concerning. Salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. It is already written. Because when he says, as from a child, you've known the Holy Scriptures, which is able to make you wise unto salvation through faith, which is the Christ Jesus. So that is the scripture is skillful to help you to see something. Now see. So when we now see in verse 15 that it is profitable for doctrine. So what it's the. De- so can we safely say? The content of the doctrine that the Scripture is profitable for is salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Does it make sense? If it makes sense, let me see your hands. If it makes sense, let me see your hands. Okay, it doesn't make sense, right? Okay, let me explain again. Now, see, we said the content of the Scriptures. We already said the grapho and the grammar. What I say grapho means it means what? Something that has been written already, right? Something that has been written. And I said the Scriptures has been written. When I say the Scriptures now, what is the Scriptures? The Old Testament. Now, will we apply that word loosely? Because, now, let me explain something to you. Because, um, remember, this this series I, 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 I'm teaching you is something we've, we've studied before. But what we want to do in this series is just to give you an overview. Overview is like, I want to give you a summary or what I want to teach for, for a long time. Does that make sense? We want, to, we want to unravel this gospel. Now, this gospel in the sense of what, what is this gospel about? The death, the burial and the resurrection. The humanity of Christ. So, we will pick a whole lot of aspects in this, in this series. Now, it's something we studied before, I think in some years ago, and we looked at it. We did like a Bible seminar. We looked at it. But I'm picking it again to start it again and I'm making this series like um, an introduction or let's say like an overview of what is happening. Alright. Now back to what we, what we are saying in this verse 15. It says and as from a child that has known the Holy Scriptures, which is able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith in Christ. Now, He says, so now, when he says something that has been written, remember, when he's addressing Timothy, he's addressing Timothy to what end? To the end at which the Old Testament has been written for Timothy. Does that make sense? Now, I want to use that word loosely. If you check your Bibles, this thing called Old and New Testament is not, it is not a... It was not the it was not Jesus who defined it that way this that I'm saying will be useful late, much later. It was not Jesus or Paul who defined it as Old Testament and New Testament it is not spirit inspired. the phrase Old Testament and New Testament is not spirit inspired in fact it was just like saying, to help people understand better, they just added that division of, okay, Old Testament and New Testament. Paul did not know what, when Paul was writing, Paul was not seeing Old Testament. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. So because when we want to study the scriptures, we have to go back in time and sit down Now, what we are doing is, now, guys, I want you to switch your mindset now and sit back in time like those, like the disciples of Jesus. You know, the disciples of Jesus did not have 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, Romans, Jude, John, James, 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, 2 Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians things like that. They didn't have those things. They didn't have revelations. They only had Genesis to Malachi. And that is what they call scriptures. So when they said, everything written about me from the scriptures, you will know that he's talking about our today's phrase of Old Testament. So we can, me and you now, because we are learned in 2022, we can safely say, we are not calling it the Old Testament. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. It was just, even chapters and verses were added to the scriptures. They were not written in chapters. And, epistles are called letters. You don't number a letter. So that would mean when you want to have an awesome read, you will read it thoroughly. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? So now, for the sake of just to identify, we will use the word Old Testament and New Testament. Does that make sense? Now, so when Paul was saying all scriptures, now what is in Paul's mind? Genesis to what? Genesis to Malachi. Did they call it Old Testament? That's what they call scriptures. It was just human beings like you a couple of years ago who termed it old and new. In fact, Paul did not know anything called old and new testament. Are you getting what I'm saying? All right. So, back to this explanation. We said, as from a child, so that means something has been written, right? There is a content written. What was that content that was written? The scriptures, right? What's the scriptures? Genesis to what? To Malachi. Does it make sense? Alright. Now, what is the summary of that Genesis to Malachi? Salvation through faith, which is in Christ. Because he said, as from a child, that was known the Holy Scriptures, which is able to make thee wise unto what? Salvation through faith. So that is, Genesis to Malachi is skillful to help you to discover something. So that is when I read Genesis to Malachi, there is a knowledge I must have. There is an understanding that will be bestowed upon me. And that understanding will be to understand salvation through faith, which is in Christ. If it makes sense now, let me see your hands. Wait, let me see your hands if it makes sense. All right, everybody makes sense. Good so now look at invest so can we safely say all scriptures is given by the inspiration of god and is profitable for doctrine can we say that doctrine that is profitable for is salvation through faith in christ jesus can we say that can we say that because remember doctrine is what didaskalia right it means teaching so can we say All scripture is profitable from teaching salvation through faith, which is a Christ Jesus. Are you seeing it? Yes, sir. sir. Are we seeing? Are we? Are we? Are we? Are we good? All right, cool. So now, salvation through faith, which is a Christ Jesus, is profitable for doctrine. Do we all agree? Do we all agree? Because the summary or the overview of Genesis to Malachi is what. Salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Now, salve, so when it says all scriptures, that is, w- remember, all, scriptures is what now? Genesis, Genesis, Genesis. to Malachi. So, now we, so can we safely say, Genesis to Malachi is profitable for teaching salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Yes. Can we say that? Yes. If it makes sense, Leon, let me see your hands. Alright, cool. So, salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus is profitable for doctrine. Now, and the word doctrine there, it's from the Greek word didaskalia, D-I-D-A-S-K-A-I-L-A, D-I-D-A-S-K-A-I-L-I-A, didaskalia, which means learning or teaching, Didaskalia, didaskalia means learning or what? Or teaching. So, salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus, is the doctrine. Now, when I say doctrine, it means the learning, right? And the teaching of what? The Old Testament book. Now, what's the Old Testament book? Genesis to what? Malachi. So, can we say that scripture? Remember, we're using the word Old Testament Testament and New Testament very loosely. In years to come, (laughs) I I might not permit that we'll be using it again. But for now, as let's still permit. Let's deepen because one thing thing about Bible studies, as you progress in knowledge, your understanding gets deepened. As you progress and we see more light in the scriptures, and we address certain gray areas, our eyes become opened to certain truths. And we can now our, our our lifestyle will change, our thinking pattern will change. Because now we are working in so much discovery of the truth of the scriptures. Does that make sense? And that is, see, eh, one of the plans of God is that men will be so knowledgeable. Habakkuk 2 verse 14. It says that the knowledge of the glory of God will cover the earth just as the waters covers the sea. That is, we will come to a place of so much insight into God's word. So don't be scared of approaching Bible truth don't be scared of launching into the deep into bible truths. does that make sense we're we are in this for a long haul and we'll keep studying if we make a mistake we'll correct ourselves and we'll continue back does that make sense does that make sense all right so salvation through faith which is in christ jesus is the doctrine of the old testament books so can we safely say that's the summary of the scriptures put together, salvation through faith, which is a Christ does. Can we say that's the summary? Yes. All right. So now, Paul now told us something that in verse 16, that all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and instruction in righteousness. Now, he's telling us something that doctrine now, when we say doctrine, remember, what is the doctrine that Paul is making Timothy see now? Salvation, salvation through faith, which is the Christ Jesus. So he's telling Paul that salvation through faith, which is the Christ Jesus, as the ability for reproof, as the ability for correction and for instruction in righteousness. Are you seeing it now? So when he says, so you know, all this while we're saying the, the scriptures are profitable for doctrine. What is the basis of that same scriptures salvation through faith, which is the Christ Jesus? Does that make sense? So, what is the basis of what we reprove us salvation through faith, which is the Christ Jesus? What we correct us salvation through faith, which is the Christ Jesus? What we instruct us into righteousness salvation through faith, which is the Christ Jesus? Does it make sense? All right, so now all scriptures remember, graph, for now, something that is written. So, what doctrine achieved primarily is that it is inspired by God, number one, definitely, and then it provides reproof, which brings correction, and then instruction. It provides reproof, which brings correction, and then what? Instruction. It provides reproof, which brings correction, and then instruction. The word reproof is from the Greek word, elegos, e-l-e, G-C-H-O-S E-L-E G-C-H-O-S It implies evidence. It implies what? Evidence. So, the word reprove means there is an evidence. The word correction is from the Greek word epanothosis. Epanothosis. "epanorthosis." Epanorthosis. E-P-A-N O-R-T-H-O-S-I-S E-P-A-N O R T O R T H O S I S E P A N O R T H O I S O S I S Epanorphosis It means to set aright It implies to set aright Why the word instruction is from the Greek word PADI P A I D E I E P-E-I-D-E-I-A P-E-I-D-E-I-A Used for growth. It, is, it implies it is used for growth. Now, I want to explain that part there. It just it, it is like in Ephesians 6 verse 4, we can get that part here in Ephesians 6 verse 4 where it says, Father, train up your child um, in the natural and admonition of the Lord. Let's, let's see that. Uh, Ephesians 6 verse 4 Ephesians 6 verse 4 it says, and ye, Father, provoke not your children to rot, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of what? Of the Lord. So it is used for how a child is trained and nurtured. So it's used for how a child is trained and nurtured. So, verse 15, where it says, um, as from a child that was known, the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make the wise unto salvation, which able to make you wise unto salvation, through faith, which is a Christ Jesus. That verse 15 deals with doctrine. That is the Daskalia. And um, verse 16 deals with the result of doctrine. So that is, the most, I must have some end goal. A Bible teacher must have certain end goal. and I'm, I, There are certain things I will be addressing in this as we progress in, in studying i'm going to teach you scriptures and grammar i'm going to teach you um how did Jesus read the scriptures um Jesus mode of reading the scriptures we, so people it's fasting your seat but we we're we are, we are in for for a good study <laughs> what, and I need to lay this foundation very key now because as we keep progressing so when we hit certain block road you will not <laughs> you will not say i, I don't know how to." I don't know where this is coming from, what, what's happening here, so that, uh, don't worry, we just just hold on, alright so in, in verse 15 it says, um, so verse 15 deals with doctrine, he explains what the doctrine means, right, do you get it now, salvation through faith which is Christ Jesus, then verse 16 is now showing you the usefulness of doctrine or the result of doctrine across the scriptures, so that is, when I'm teaching the scriptures, I should have certain end goals in mind in the sense of reproof um correction and instruction in righteousness does that make sense so when i'm teaching somebody i must ensure that so you see that we we can use the scriptures to correct people epanthesis, right? We can use the scriptures as an evidence when we are talking and say, this is the proof of what we are seeing in the scriptures, that Jesus is God and all of those things. Are you seeing it? You see, that's the essence of Bible studies. When we come to Bible studies and we are showing you the scriptures, we are giving you evidence. Does that make sense? I, I, I don't know if you are getting it. So, and you know the scriptures also can make you grow. So, can we say that's part of the eye, right? We, When right? When we study the scriptures and you are growing and you are studying and you are and you are making much discovery, and you are understanding truth. Can you safely say that's paddy eye, right? Because you are growing, you are nurturing yourself up with the Lord. So those are basic things in in Bible study. Now, so so we can safely reread um, Second Timothy three. Now, we can safely reread it now and say, now let's read it together, verse 15, and it says, as from a child that was known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make thee wise, unto salvation, through faith, which is in Christ, verse 16 now, and it's profitable for doctrine, alright, so now see something now, we said, Holy Scriptures, or all Scriptures refer to what? the Old Testament books, right? Loosely. Genesis to Malachi. And um, this is excluding the synoptic gospel. Now, when I say synoptic gospel, I mean the first four books. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Does that make sense? And excluding the epistles now. So, in other words, now, for us to, to make it, to also make some certain things clear, the book available at the time Paul was writing to Timothy would be what? To Remember, it was much later they wrote the what we call New Testament, that is Matthew to Revelations. So when Paul was writing to Timothy now, what would be in, what was Timothy, when Timothy will read this letter now, what would be on Timothy's mind? Genesis to Malachi. Does that make sense? All right. So Genesis to Malachi will be on the mind. So also salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Is the message of Genesis to Malachi. So a lot of people used to think that Genesis to Malachi is so hard to study, is so see, like I like I'm telling you, we are, we are in this for a long haul. We are going to I before I die, not before I die, in the next couple of months or, or years, I will make sure that. We finish the Old Bible. We we'll study everything. We we'll pick Genesis. We we'll study it chapter by chapter, verses upon verses. We we'll study everything. Leviticus. You know those things that look like uh, what are they doing in Leviticus? We we'll study it because a lot of people think there are so many gray areas in the scriptures that we can't even approach. That what ah what's the essence? Okay, the God was God was doing this. What was God doing? Okay, did God do that? What does it do? we'll study it? Does it make sense? We'll study it. Because now we are already seeing something now. There's a foundation now that is building in your mind already now that the sole essence of Genesis to Malachi is salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Does that make sense Alright. So so when we are reading, when we are reading um, the scriptures. And we see the word holy scriptures is refined to when the books are read together. When we use that word holy scriptures, it means when everything is read together. So, it was not made, Paul was not making reference to one specific book, oh, as they maybe only jealousies. He was referring to all the scriptures. Does that make sense? it was referring to all the scriptures all the scriptures so a diligent study into the content of the scriptures must be in the light of the central message of the scriptures i'll say it again a diligent study into the content of the scriptures must be in light of the central message of the scriptures a diligent study into the content of the scriptures, must be in light of the central message of the scriptures. So it can therefore be as a that the basics for which Paul wrote to Timothy, at this, the message of the gospel, is entrenched in the writings of the Old Testament books. Now I'm using the word Old Testament book loosely, and it should be interpreted in the light of Christ. Now, I want us to see something. There's somewhere I want us to go today. We are, we are just we've not even ah, we've not even started though. We are still we are still trying to start. Now there's something I want us to see. All the while we've always been explaining, oh, hypanotosis, oh, this. But there's something we've not really explained. Look at when it says in verse 15, as from a child that has known the holy scriptures. Now, if you, if you check most of our materials that we've done in, in past years, I've even explained child. Child is from the Greek word breakfast. It means a growing one. I've explained all of those things. Now, he says, as from a child that has known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make the wise of of salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. I haven't really explained or I have not explained Christ Jesus. Now, let's see the word Jesus there. Because that will lead us to our study. Today, and there's a way I want to do it. I will break there's a, there's a way I, want, I will break the explanations of this Christ Jesus. I will break it into two parts because I want to I want to I want to make it um, very uh, this what's the what's the language for this now I want to make it very understandable for you. Now, if you are studying incarnation presently, this this explanation will help you, because we want to we want to want to see certain truths there. Because he said something, he said as from a child, you have known the holy scriptures. We've already explained what the scriptures means. We've explained what holy means is sacred content writings, or sacred content of a writing, which are able to make you wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ. Now, when we, so. We already said the content of the Old Testament book is salvation through faith, which is a Christ Jesus, right? Now, who is that Christ Jesus? Remember, Christ did not come in the Old Testament, in the Old Testament books. I'm using Old Testament loosely now. If you read Genesis to Malachi, you will see Jesus like, uh, where you will find Jesus is in the four Gospels, right? Genesis, um, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, right? That's when the appearance of the physical Jesus came. Alright, let's see. The word Jesus is translated from the, from the word isios. isios. I-E is from the Greek word I-E-S-O-U-S Isios. I-E-S-O-U-S I E S O U S, I E S O U S. It was used nine hundred and seventy-five times. Now, when I start using, it was used. It was used. It's an oniocal terminology. I, I I I believe I learned that terminology from him. I don't know if he copied from somebody else. I don't know, but when you find any preachers use the word, it was used. It was used. This and that, just now is is, (laughs) that's an online (laughs) word. Are you getting me? That's 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 our that's that's our (laughs) Baba's research. I'm a product of that label. All right. So he said it was used nine nine hundred and seventy-five times in the New Testament. Now, when I use New Testament, now I, I hope you guys are getting the pictures. All right. In the New Testament, Greek text. Now it occurred. So all through the New Testament. Now, when I use say the New Testament now, what is in your mind will be Matthew to Revelation, right? So it was used 975 times the word Jesus, Jesus alone. Now I'm not explaining Christ here, we'll get there. Now, it occurred 617 times, 617 times in the synoptic gospel. That is, in when I say synoptic gospel now, I'm talking about Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Does that make sense? Alright. So, the background of the use of this word Christ is to refer to the eyewitness account. Now, I want to explain it. The background. So, the background of the word Christ. When when I say background, what does background mean? Because (laughs) we live in a day and age now where English can become a problem. When I say background, what does background mean? Because like people now will start shaking their head and say, I'm too, I'm too science knowledge for what background means. Jesus, Jesus, we, we, we're talking Jesus, not Jesus Christ. Jesus, now the Greek word is Isios, I-E-S-O-U-S, Isios. And I said it was used um, um 975 times in, in the entire New Testament scriptures. Now, what does background mean? Uh, what do you think background means? If it, uh, who knows? Background. Tell me. What do, you, what do you think it means? Previous life. Previous life. Ah. Life from the past. Mm. Life from the past? I prefer that word setting uh, Behind the scene. something that preceded. That preceded. Okay. Because, you know, we have to explain. What, 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 what did you see? behind the main object. So, when I say the background of the use of the word Christ is used to refer to the eyewitness account. Now, when we say eyewitness account, we are talking about the humanity of Christ. Are you getting me? It is in the eyewitness we saw the humanity. What's the eyewitness account? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Does that make sense? We can even probably... No, we would rather say Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I don't want to add the book of Acts now. The book of Acts is the eyewitness of the church, not the eyewitness of Jesus himself. Are you seeing it? Alright. So, it used to refer to the eyewitness account. Now, the word Christ, now, the word Jesus, the, we're still on the word Jesus now. Remember, we're still explaining Jesus. The word Jesus was used 358 times in the book of Acts into the epistles 358 times in the book of Acts, into the Epistles. 358 times in the Book of Acts into the Epistles. Now, why is all these discoveries? Why do we why, why why am I giving you all these times it was used? What it means? It's just to give you an abreast of how the usage of a word. Now, if I write a letter to you now and I put I love you so many times inside the letter, wouldn't that be my emphasis? Does that make sense? is to show you the emphasis of the use of that word. Does that make sense? So imagine the word was used 358 times for in the book of Acts, into the epistles. It was used a whole 975 times in the entire New Testament. That's to tell you that that word needs to be studied. Does that make sense? There's a teaching we're going to do... um, um, soon, probably we'll start that. Maybe in January. Or, no, no, I, I won't. I won't. I won't give a month now. But maybe next year we'll study the name of Jesus. We want to. Th- that that will bring many things to play too. We'll study the name of Jesus, and it will just to it will clarify so many things for us too. Uh, or or touching that. Now let's see the word Christ. You know, we we looked at Jesus. and we said, Jesus is Isios. Now let's see Christ. That word Christ is from the Greek word Christos. Christos. I remember, I remember Shemaka had one was Spanish disciple, and Chema used to say Christos to the person. So the word is to make me, make me love. says Christos. Um, I used to say Jesus in Spanish. Yes, Jesus Christos. Jesus Christos, <laughs> but this one is Greek, oh! This one is Greek. <laughs> this one is Greek. Christos, C H. Now, why? Why are we also using Greek word? Go and listen to Bible etymology. I explained the essence of Greek words and and all of these things in in Bible Eminotics. Anticipate Bible Heminotics series two. Ah, Bible etymology series two. happened before the end of this year. Ah, it has to because. <laughs> We are approaching dangerous times where we have to we have to look more deep. So if you have not if you have not brushed your series one, <laughs> there are so many series that you need to you need to start taking seriously now because as we start going we are going there's no break again. You know, then when we used to study those times we had one long break. There's no break again. You know? We are already going. It's already going now. So, if you have not started taking Bible study seriously, all of you are still listening to, why the anger? Why the anger every day? All the... He won't do this. Everything, I just listen to this. He won't He won't Everything. You have not approached... I have not seen anybody who speak for... What is forgiveness of sins again? So you know, you see sins too. What happened this year? am not joking. I'm not joking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Series 2, we have to so say, if you have not picked those series, you better, <laughs> you better go and start, there is no, there is no more, we are taking a break, we'll come back for, yes, no, as we are going now, uh, this journey is for life, so, you better don't be lost in the train, <laughs> so all of you that are still picking, uh, the only telling not to guard, click all, all those, uh, uh, s- some of you, some of you, are, that is This guy we picking 30 minutes, being effective with tongues. That is You're not ready to tax your brain with semantics. Uh, what does. Side tax error. What does. <laughs> What's the role of a Bible preacher? As Ibrahim already. they wrote the exam on what is the role of a Bible preacher for. Almost. Maybe four exams. They kept giving me a suggestion. The role of a Bible preacher. What is the work of a Bible preacher? So <laughs> ah. if you have not started those style of series, you will be lost in the train though. So, you better go and, <laughs> go and brush, go and dust yourself and say, you know, there is still a series called, Did We Sin in Adam? You better go and start brushing. <laughs> some of you, some of you, some of you have never touched that series. <laughs> some of you, you just, you will be scrolling past, Never, never, Even cities like clapping and dancing. None of you have touched those things. Because you are not ready to stress yourself with jewelry. Tiri. What? 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 What happened? Wake up. Oh. Wake up. It's time. It's time for serious work. Hallelujah. So, because as we keep going now, you keep finding out that there's an interjection between what I said in this series, what I said in that series, what I said in this series, what I said... Series, what I said they will just, you just keep finding out that ah, there's an interjection. If you want to explain verse 7, if you want to understand that the man of God will be go the and thoroughly furnished now, go and listen to In Christ with the school of love. With Christ with the school of love. Now, you know, in this, in this series now, I'm just explaining verse 15 and 16. Um. Um, as from each other has not the only scripture. If you want to understand verse seventeen, go to in Christ with the score of love. You will, you will see verse seventeen properly explained. I wonder if i have listened to in Christ with the score of love. You will see proper, properly explained there. So as we keep progressing the Bible study, you will just be find that uh, what I what I explained here is linking to what I explained here is what I explained here is linking to what I explained here. And you know this month we are also having another Bible seminar. It's not, this, it's not this I'm teaching in the Bible Seminar. So, <laughs> you have to start. This is not the series I'm going to teach in the Bible Seminar. You know, we we'll have the Bible Seminar for about 8 hours. So, 10 to like 5 a.m. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. to like 5 p.m. Then I'll give you 2 hours to rest. First Saturday service at 7. I'm just saying that for you to prepare your head down. For, for the work that we are about to do. So, start prepare your body that, ah thing is looking like thank God. <laughs> 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 Stop, <laughs> start preparing your body for <laughs> 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 <Stop laughs> <laughs> 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 start bearing your 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 life for studies. This Bible, you're gonna know it. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> See many a times in studies, sometimes I look at, I, I when I'm studying I I just I just like ah oh, I can't die. Because my, I know my book and sleep. I wake up back. I want you to start feeling that way when you listen to message. Just let me off it. I'll come back again. If you have not started feeling that way, you have not started studying. I have not started. All right, the word Christ. We said Jesus is Jesus, right? Now the word Christ is translated from the Greek word Christos. Christos, C H R I S T O S. So if you want to understand. What Greek word means and all of those things, <laughs> go to Bible Menotics and see. Honestly, Bible Menotics Series 2 has to happen this year. I don't know how we are going to do it though. But Bible Menotics Series 2, we have, to, we have to approach a deeper light this year into it. So get ready, get ready, get ready. Hallelujah. See, <laughs> Forgiveness of Sin Series 2 this year. Which other series do we have again that we have not we have not touched? Another one. It's just those two. <laughs> no, that can't be. <laughs> it can't be. <laughs> eh? <laughs> Alright. <laughs> eh? <laughs> okay. So the word crystals it was used five sixty nine times. 569 times. So, the word Christ, or Greek word Christos, is used 569 times. Now, that's in the entire New Testament scriptures now. Now, in the synoptics, now when I say synoptics, now I think you understand what synoptics means now, right? Synoptics is like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, right? Now, in the synoptics, it was used 58 times. It was used 58 times. And this shows that... Now, there's something I want to see. It shows that the word Christ was hardly found in the Synoptic Gospel. If it was used 50, 58 times, it shows that it was cast. I mean, within four books, out of Matthew has how many chapters? 28 chapters. Mark has 16 chapters. Um... Luke has 24 chapters. John has 22 chapters. Imagine with all of those chapters, it was just found 58 times. It's to tell you that it was hardly used in the Synoptic Gospels. So, often times, this word was used by other people and, and how was that word used? It was used by other people apart from Jesus himself. Now, in Luke 24, look at something. In Luke 24, let's, let's, let's dig in now. In Luke 24, look at something in Luke 24. Luke 24, verse 26. It says, Ought not Christ, now, are you seeing the word now? It says, Ought not Christ to have uh, suffered these things and to enter into his glory? I remember I told you that it was used by people apart from Jesus himself. But Luke 24, when Jesus went through the Old Testament with those guys, you know, he, he, he told them in verse 25, he started with all oh, fools and slow of how to believe all that the prophet has spoken. We, we are the prophet now. Remember his Old Testament, right? Remember we she used that word loosely. I'm saying this because of future. When we start, use, when we start studying deep into Bible hermeneutics. You will not be saying, I did not tell you that Old Testament and New Testament. One day, we will stop using the word in our church called Old Testament and New Testament. One day, not now. For now, we can still agree. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? Now, somebody will say, are we trying to rewrite the scriptures? No, we are just trying to understand it better. Does that make sense? So, When it says, ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory, Jesus himself now used the statement. You know, if you check the King James, some of you that use the King James, you see that it it is in red letter. I don't know if you have seen that. So, it says, ought not Christ to have suffered these things and enter into his glory. So, the word Christ there refers to an office, a function. It refers to an office, a function an office, a function. That is, the Christ was to die, he was to be buried, and be raised from the dead. So when he says, ought not Christ to have suffered these things and enter into his glory, Jesus was speaking about a function. It's like saying, it's like saying, Okay, let's use favor now. Or let's, wait, let's use Chiamaka. Chiamaka, come. Now, this is, there's two shades of, there's, let's see, let's see, there's three chains of Chiamaka now. There's Chiamaka, it by Chi. There's Chiamaka, neutral beauty. Uh, in fact, I'm doing promo for you in my, in my, in my audio. <laughs> you, you have to pay for this. This is not, this is free, this is free, adverts <laughs> because nations now are going to be looking for what's, what's it by G and, <laughs> Anyways, on Instagram, in case you want to check, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing promo for you. All right, now there are three chains of Chiamaka now. There is eat by Chi as Chiamaka the cook, so she can enter. Now, this is one person as a cook, one person as a makeup artist, one person as everything, business, one person as a man of God. Are you seeing it now? Now, when Jesus was speaking about himself and say, what not Christ to have entered this, to have what not Christ to have suffered this thing? Jesus was speaking about his function. So, Chiamaka now can say, Ought not Chiamaka to love cook for you. So, when we say, Ought not Chiamaka... So, if I say, Let Chiamaka now make fried yams for you, or meat pie for you. I am not speaking about Chiamaka neutral beauty. I, I, I don't know if it's making sense. I am speaking about eat by Chiamaka. Does that make sense? A function and the office... If it makes sense, let me see your hands. It makes sense, right? Alright, thank you. That's it. So he says, So when he used that word Christ now, that word Christ refers to an office. A function. So that is, Jesus was speaking about his office. So, was he speaking about his person now? No, he was speaking about the title, what he was to do. Does that make sense? And remember, we use Chiamaka, neutral beauty, Chiamaka, eat by chi, and all of those things. Now, so when he says, Ought not Christ to suffer this thing? So he was speaking about his office. And now, what is his office? How that Christ was to die, how that he was to be buried, and to be raised from the dead. Now, raised from the dead, we simply mean. Enter into his glory because it says, Up no Christ will have suffered these things and enter into his glory. Now, I want, to, I want to expand this narrative for you. Now, that is the Greek word Messiah. Now, how many of you have you've, you've heard that word Messiah before? Messiah is the King of kings, Messiah is the Lord of lords. So, we we'll say, No, I don't believe in Christ, I believe in Messiah. Oh, you don't know. Don't say, oh, I don't do this. I believe in this. Okay. Now, see something. It is the Greek translation of the Hebrew word. That word, that word, Messiah, is an Hebrew word. Now, let me explain so you. There's something, there's something my pastor taught us recently, or he has been teaching us, as touching the Septuagint. It's like seeing. I'm bringing in a word. The Messiah is the Hebrew word. Christ is the Greek. So, the translation of that Messiah in the Hebrew is Christ in the Greek. So, it's like saying, hmm. Hmm? No. It's like saying meeting now. Let's use my name. Or let's use a wise name. meeting now means my joy has come. Now, that's Yoruba. Yoruba, Yoruba is a native language in Nigeria that, that is spoken. Yoruba to English. Ayomide is Yoruba. English is my joy has come. Now that is me translating Yoruba to English. Now, there is somebody called Joy bearing our name. We can safely call, you know, you and I can, me and, A-Y and I can say Joy bears our name. Joy is just being the English version of our name called Joy. Because our name, Hayo, means joy. And joy is not being Ayo in the literal sense. Joy is just being joy. Does that make sense? Okay. Now, see. But you know, joy cannot claim Ayo. Are you getting me? Now, what was happening is this. In the Hebrew... If you take that word Christ now to the Hebrew language, it will be called Messiah. And if you take Messiah to the Greek, it will be called what? Christ. Christ. That is what it means. So you see, all those people that used to do confused theology—they don't. They just need understanding. It's just see. It's just like even the word Joshua. It's just the Hebrew name for Jesus. If on in the in the four Gospels. If Jesus went to an Hebrew place, they would have called him Joshua. So, it was not... Now, this is just an aside. So, it was not so difficult to give Jesus a name, called Jesus. What did Joshua do? Joshua was the one who took the people to the promised land. What did Christ do? He took us to arrest. It was not so difficult... For Jesus to have a name in the New Testament, if you have read through the scriptures well, you could easily have identified what Jesus did to what he would do. Are you seeing it? So the Hebrew translation of Messiah is Christ. So all those people that are used to say, "No, my my own my own God is Messiah," but this is <laughs> it's just a language problem. Are you seeing that? Many see. One one thing you figure out in Bible studies, many of the things that people are fighting about are are very useless things. (laughs) So now, look at other reference. Look at in John 1 verse 41. John 1 verse 41. Are are you learning something? Are you learning something? John 1 verse 41. Look at, look. let me explain, let let me show you what that means now. Look at it in John 1 verse 41. You You will see a better explanation. He says, he's finding his own brother, Simon, and said unto him, we found the what? The Messiah, right? Which being interpreted what? Christ. So, Messiah is what? Hebrew, right? Hebrew, Hebrew Hebrew, language. Why Christ is what? Greek. Does that make sense? All right. Cool. So, other synoptic, other reference for the word Christ in the synoptic gospel. Now, we can see some of those things in Matthew 22, verse 42. Matthew 22, verse 42. Remember, I told you that that Christ in that place was a function of an office, right? Yes, sir. All right. That is, when it says office, we are, we are explaining what is to do or what the name does or the function and the authority of that name. Look at Matthew 22, verse 42. Matthew 22, verse 42. It says. Saying, what think... Now, if you are using the King James now, you find that it's in red letter. Jesus was the one using this. Jesus was the one using, speaking about his name now. Matthew 22, verse 42. It says, what think ye... Saying, what think ye of Christ? Whose son is he? They say unto him, the son of David. Now, you see, it's Jesus talking now. He said, what think ye of Christ? Now, remember the example we use of Chiamaka. So, you if we say... If Chiamaka asks you now, what think he of this food? Remember, you are talking to Chiamaka, eat by chi. Chiamaka, food person. Now, does that make sense? The office of the person. Is he talking about the personality? But the function, right? Because look at even the question. He says, what think he of Christ? Whose son is he? They say unto him, the son of David, right? Alright. Now, look at in Luke 20 verse 41. Let's be fast now. Luke 20 verse 41. Alright, let's be fast. Let's go. Who is there? Remember we used to open scriptures before? Luke 20 verse 41. He says, And they said unto them, I'll say, and he said unto them, I'll say they that Christ is what? Now, you see it's Jesus talking again. Now, talking about his what? His function. Matthew 23 verse 28. Let's go. You know this is Bible study. Matthew 23 verse 28. Uh Okay. It's like, are you there? Yes, sir. It says, even so, ye outwardly. No, Matthew 23, verse 8, not 28, sorry. Matthew 23, verse 8, 8, not 28, sorry. It says, but be ye called rabbi, for one is your master, even Christ, and all ye are what? Brethren. 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 So remember the word Christ now again. Look at it, verse 10. Neither be ye called masters, for one is your master, even what? Look at Matthew 24, verse 5. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am what? I am what? And shall deceive many. Are you seeing the function now? Look at in verse 23. For if any man shall say unto you, "Lo, yes, Christ, or dear, believe it not. The function. Are you seeing it? Yes. All right. Look, because he is the one talking about the person itself now. Look at in Mark 9, verse 41. Mark 9, verse 41. Mark 9, verse 41. He says, For whatsoever shall I give you a cup of water to drink in my name, because he belong to Christ, verily I say unto you, he shall not lose his reward. You see the word there. Look at Mark 12, verse 35. Mark 12, verse 35. It says, And Jesus answered and said, Why ye thought in the temple? I'll say, describes that Christ is the son of David. So look at um, Mark 13, verse 6. Mark 13, verse 6. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and deceive Many. Mark 13, verse 21. Verse 21 of that, please. And then, if any man shall say to you, Lo, here is Christ, or Lo, here is there. He is there. Believe him not. Look at Luke 21, verse 8. Luke 21, verse 8. Hallelujah. Alright, Luke 21, verse 8. It says, And it says, Take heed that ye be not deceived for many shall come in my name saying I am Christ and the time Jerusalemethna go ye not therefore after them so I'm just giving you an explanation that Jesus taught use, using the word Christ as though he was refined to a third person and this is because the scriptures testify of him does that make sense? Does that make sense? Yes, it's because he thought using the word Christ, he used the word himself by saying Christ, as though he was referring to a third party. What you, I hope you know what third party means. Yes, ah, I'm talking to a learned people. And this is because the scriptures testify of him. Now, let's go back to 2 Timothy 3.15. How many of you this something, this this evening? 2 Timothy 3.15 Let's go back there. to our 2 Timothy 3.15 Let's go back. It says, As from a child, thou hast known the what? Which is able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in where? Christ Jesus. Now. When he says true faith, which is in Christ Jesus, now what is he trying to explain to you? Can somebody, can somebody give me an explanation? We just explained Christ and Jesus, and we, we explain the function and what it means. So, when he says, Thou hast known the Holy Scripture, we are able to make you wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Now, when I say true faith, which is in Christ Jesus now, what does that mean? What he did in his person, not his name name now, in his office. And what did I say his office is? What What Christ was to die, right? To be buried, right? And to raise again from the dead or enter into his glory. That is his office. So when he says, as from a child... You've known the Holy Scripture, which is able to make you wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Now, Christ Jesus, does that mean his name? No. It means what? His person, his function, his office. And what did I say his office is? His death, his burial, and his resurrection. Or to enter into his glory. If it makes sense, let me see your hands. It makes sense, right? So now, let's read it again, just for clarity's sake. And it says, as from a child, thou hast known what? The Holy Scriptures, which is able to make thee wise unto salvation, true faith, which is in Christ Jesus. And it says, all Scriptures, true faith, which is Isaiah. So now, what is the summary of the Old Testament? Let's read this, read this. the summary of Genesis to Revelation now, or Genesis to Malachi now will be salvation through faith, which is in what? The death, the barrier, and the resurrection of Christ. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? So, salvation through faith, which is in where? The death, the barrier, and the resurrection of what? Does it make sense? So, now, the summary of the Old Testament scripture will be salvation through faith in that person. Now, I want you to take this explanation for now. This is a... This is a baby explanation. We're going to expand on this narrative soon. You know? Hallelujah. This is a baby explanation. We're going to expand it. We, we, see. <laughs> we still have a lot of ground to cover. I would, would explain so many things. Now, we are studying this gospel. And what, this, what is this gospel about? Right? What's, we say we, we just preach the gospel like... Okay, Uh, I just, some of you just open your Bible, just preach. Oh, just died, Jesus was buried. Okay, what is it? So, remember, just just to put some, 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 some touches now, we said as from a child, now, Timothy has known something. Paul was telling him, as from a child, he has known something. That is, the scripture is able to testify about salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Right? All right. So now, you know, if you read the oath, The, if you read Genesis to Malachi now, it doesn't look like the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ is there. That's the work of a Bible preacher. Hallelujah. It's to show you. Is it that that's what is all about in the scriptures? Is that what everything from Genesis is? We will study it? So don't, don't hold, on, hold on to your truth. Hold on, hold on when you're explaining certain things. Just hold on. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? Hallelujah Hallelujah